Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. Well, welcome to the show. Daniel Cohen, you're the head of business development for Data Driven Insights. You guys are found on the web at ddinsights.io. Daniel, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's great to see you. For sure. All right. So what does Data Driven Insights do? So, well, there's probably a big hint in the title. Um, We are a data-driven market research agency. So we analyze uh, the lifestyles um, of customers for for companies uh, across a variety of sectors, trying to understand what it is they're looking for, what their wants are, what their needs are, where they're located in relation to the business. And among that's just the starting point really for us and then we do the traditional market research bits and pieces as well surveys telephone interviews in-street market research pieces as well but we we have a big focus on data and demographics yeah and what are some of the ways that you actually collect the data so I'm, i was kind of looking through your website but um is it is it possible to get good data from surveys are, are people honest yeah, they are. It's all about asking the right questions, uh, ultimately. Um, the more engaging the survey is, the length of time it takes to answer the questions, whether that's online or in person, the more likely you are to get better responses. Um, and there's so many different ways of gathering data. Um, a lot of what we do is just through a postcode. So um, just taking a postcode of a customer will tell us so much information about them. We've got 800 different variables on every single household within the UK. So that's an awful lot of information you can glean just from taking someone's postcode. And data-driven insights. So you work with care homes, um, you work with the automotive industry, um, and let's see, what else? What to, to go, maybe talk about the, the sectors that you work in. You're- so most B2C, really. So care, hospitality, retail, leisure, uh, data-driven insights. It's a it's a sister company to MTM Consulting, which has been going a lot, lot longer. And that Started off in the education sector, so dealing with schools, helping schools understand the families that use them, how to find more pupils, things along those lines. And we use the same principles with data-driven insights, but it applies to most sectors where there's a B2C element. So who are the customers? How do we find more of them? Are they happy? Where's the strengths and weaknesses lie? How do we get our messaging out correctly? And things along those lines. What are some of the bigger trends? I, I've, I'm always fascinated by evolutions and, and how consumer behavior evolves and changes over time, you know, given maybe, I don't know, but global impacts of like, you know, things like pandemics and so forth. But I'm curious to, you know, I'm curious about what observations that you've seen broadly across some of the sectors that you work with. I think it's how people purchase. Um, there's, the touch points are less now. So people can gain so much information just from doing their own online research. 
just by Googling the product that you're looking for or the company you're looking for, looking at the reviews. There's so much information you can find out without speaking to anybody. So I think the way that people are now looking to purchase products or services has changed entirely, throwing the fact that we've not been able to do anything for like 18 months or so. And we're now reliant on doing Zoom meetings, Teams meetings, um, the struggle in reading body language, people being a little less comfortable being on camera. So they might seem a little bit more tense when you're having a, an important meeting and being hard to read into that as well. So I just think the way people are purchased is probably the biggest change that we've seen, which makes it that much harder or that much more important, really, to make sure that your messaging is correct in the first instance and to understand more about who your customers are. So your messaging can be correct because if you know who they are, you know what lifestyles they belong to, what their likes are, what their dislikes are, it makes it much, much easier from you from a marketing perspective to, mm. to reach them ultimately because you don't have that initial sales pitch, your initial sales pitch is done almost for you by your online presence to a certain extent. For anybody that is, you know, trying to start, you know, being a little bit more intelligent about figuring out what's going on in the brains of their consumers or customers, um, you know, people driving by, you know, just, you know, casual observers of our business. How do we you know, one one concern is like, how do we make sure that we're we're taking action with this information? I mean, it's it's got to be really frustrating, you know, to get all this data and and then nothing happens with it. Well, that's the thing. It kind of just sits on a database and it's not touched, and it builds up and it builds up and it builds up, and then someone has to at some point go through it. But where do you start? So the more organized you are with the bits of data you're collecting um, and the information you're collecting the easier it is to actually start to determine what's important and what's not important. And it's very sector specific. So if we're talking about, say, retail, for instance, if you know your demographic is 18 to 25-year-old people, then you'll have a good understanding about what they'll be looking at. So it's going to be like TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, things along those lines. And you'll also have start to understand what other interests do they have so it might not just be about your product but if they've got other interests you can link up with those things and your product can become part of those and you begin to build out a narrative essentially so the more you look after the data you hold and the more questions you ask your customers and potential customers um especially ones that decide not to use you or decide not mm-hmm. to buy your product because mm-hmm. that information is incredibly valuable then the easier it is to manage and the easier it is to adjust your messaging and really stay on top of your game and also be able to spot trends as and when they happen as opposed to reacting after they've happened or after a competitor's launched something that you should have been launching six months yeah. ago. How reliable is the data from people that are willing to share their feedback versus people like me that never do? <laughs> or at least I don't think I do, but I probably do without necessarily realizing it. Um. It's all reliable to a certain extent. It just goes back to being able to ask the right questions um, and being able to engage the right way. Um, It's very easy to send um, an online survey with the most basic questions, which most people don't care about. Yes and no answers takes you three minutes to complete, but you don't learn anything from it. Um, So ask the right questions, make sure it's going to the right audience, make it engaging, make it um, not time consuming. And you'll get good, you'll get good information from it ultimately. And even people that don't normally give away 
their thoughts, um, there's still ways to reach them. Yeah. What? Um, so in terms of the, the company itself, where did data-driven insights come from? How did it come to be? It's, um, it's the sister company to MTM Consulting. So MTM Consulting was established about 36 years ago and has dealt predominantly within the education sector. Um, because we hold a lot of the data in-house, um, it made natural sense to work out what's our next steps. So we thought about the other sectors that could make use of our knowledge, our experience, uh, the data we hold. Um, and that's how Data Driven Insights was born, really. So um, we've just launched. It's pretty new to the market, but it's been a, an encouraging start so far. Yeah, excellent. So like, how do you get your business right now? Like, where does your business, is all just word of mouth? Are you doing advertising? I mean, how, how does Data Driven Insights get its clients? So we're going down like the content marketing approach. Um, so getting really good content out. Um, we've done little bits and pieces of advertising, but not too much. We're doing lots of market research. You'd be very surprised to hear into the, the pressure points in each of the sectors. So what are their pain points? What solutions can we provide to the problems that they're facing at the moment? So it's a lot of it is internal research, but it's speaking to as many people as you possibly can. We've been to a few trade shows and events, which is cool after them not being around for like a really long time. So yeah, it's getting out in, in, in front of people again. What's what size companies like? What size companies do you work with? Like, and you already mentioned the sectors, but uh, you know, it it seems like an investment in working with you is generally going to be a positive ROI experience. We hope, right? Because they're going to have some actionable data that they can go and and improve revenues or profits or something with that, or improve retention. You know, uh, lose. You know, reduce churn. You know, all of those sorts of things that are a, a bane to uh, to companies everywhere. Exactly that. Um, and we work from all size companies. So from brand new startups with just two members of staff all the way through to big multi-million pound organizations with turnover in the millions and 300, 400 members of staff. Um, the principles are all the same. And it's exactly as you, as you said, it's, it's helping them understand who their business is and visualizing. That's a big thing about this is visualizing who they are, visualizing who their market is and their potential market uh, can be in the future ultimately and then it's making sure that they action the results so it's not just handing them a big report and then walking off into the sunset it's saying well this is what you do next and this is how you do it and this is the messaging you need to use but yeah we deal with all size all size companies um none are too small or too big for us what do you see when companies do let's say they're doing their own surveys that makes you just kind of do put your face in your palm and go oh please no don't don't do that. It's not good data or like people are going to hate that. Like what, what, what are bad practices that you see that, that happen? Uh, it's either doing a survey for the sake of doing a survey because you think you need to do it. And then you ask the most um, pointless questions. So you're asking questions that you already know the answers to, and you're yeah. almost feeding your ego to a certain point. Mm. So there's no, there's no benefit to you or to your customer when doing that. That's a bit of a problem. Um, also not understanding the difference between wants and needs. So what do you need to know, which is the most important thing and what do you want to know? And sometimes the, what do you want to know can be a bit of a, an ego thing too. So mm. I think those are the, like the two biggest mistakes when companies are doing their own survey pieces. 
um, and also the length of time it takes to complete. Uh, if you're asking 60 questions and it's going to take 30 minutes, no one's going to be, no one's going to sit there. For that Unless you're paying them pretty well. <laughs> uh, exactly. So there's better ways of doing it. Do you work with, uh, do, do you actually do, oh, it's like, you know, where they bring folks into a room and do like a 30, 60 minute kind of, do you work with companies that, or do you handle that sort of work as well? Yeah, certainly. So focus groups are an focus interesting- Focus groups, geez, thank yeah. you. <laughs> What's that word? What's that phrase? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> that focus groups, yeah, they're, they're, they're an interesting piece. We certainly do do them. They're not always suitable for every single situation, every yeah. single scenario. But they are a really good way sort of getting to the nitty gritty of, of, of important issues. Or if you've got a product which you want to test out, getting them into a room full of people and letting them play around with it um, and getting their reactions. That, that's really cool. Yeah. So you guys are based in London. Do you only work with UK companies? Uh, the, predominantly, it's mainly UK based. We can deal with countries all over the world. So our sister company, MTM, uh, we've got a strong international um, base of uh, clients for for international school groups uh, and whatnot. Um, because data driven insights is quite new, it's mainly UK based, but really anywhere anywhere in the world. Um, we'd like to do more with companies that are looking to break into the UK market. Certainly, because we've got such a good um, database of data. That's not, I'm not even sure that's a phrase, but it is now. Um, but certainly, it, that that's something we'd like to do more of. Okay, so here's a question. I'm not sure if you've got the answer to this. Um, US-based consumers versus UK consumers. Any any known differences? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, I'm not sure I can answer that, to be honest yeah. with you. I'd, if, I, if I was just going on my own knowledge and sort of my own sort of assumptions, I'd say UK buyers to a certain extent may be a little bit more reticent <laughs> things maybe possibly hmm. but i think that's changing i think there's um i think consumerism across sort of like the western world is all kind of merging into one to a certain extent there's lots of spontaneity about it and i think the way things take off now with with social media and how quickly a product can grow overnight has changed that because it's, it's it's kind of like if birds are the feather if your friends are doing it then you want to do it and because it reaches people so much quicker than it did previously then the uptake is is a lot quicker but i i, I probably don't have enough knowledge of of the two different sectors to give you a mm-hmm. really informative answer there I'm yeah afraid. yeah so um, who would make a really great introduction for you? So someone's listening and they're like, hmm, well, I'm not sure if I'd be a great, uh, you know, uh, I'd be a great candidate for uh, data-driven insights, but uh, like, you know, who who would be that great intro? Well, the thing about us, we love talking to everybody, genuinely. Yeah. So whether you're right for us or you're not right for us, if we can help you and give you advice, we're always happy to have the conversation. We work really great with marketing teams because everything we give informs them of what they need to be doing next. Uh, if you're looking at new sites for businesses, so you're an acquisitions manager and you need to find new property or new sites for your shops, et cetera, then we can tell you exactly where to go in England without a shadow mm-hmm. of a doubt. So mm-hmm. we work across the entire spectrum 
from your marketing team all the way up to your finance directors, ultimately, because everything we do applies to the full business. It's not just one part of the business, but it's about building relationships ultimately, isn't it? So if we can't help, we certainly know people that we'd probably be able to help in our stead, and we're quite happy to recommend. Yeah. All right. English football, who's your team? Liverpool. Nah. <laughs> All right, good deal. I, mean, I, I ask only because my my wife and I are huge Ted Lasso fans. So now we've okay. uh, it's interesting. I think a lot of folks in the U.S. have taken an interest in English football now. So yeah, I've got a big interest in American football as well. Um, yeah, I was trying to yeah. get tickets for this weekend, but I couldn't get any tickets for the Jets Falcons game. So oh my gosh, uh, oh my gosh, I was to get over there. Yeah. All right. So Daniel Cohen, uh, again, you're the um, head of business development at Data Driven Insights. Your website is ddinsights.io. Uh, when folks go to the website, Daniel, where would you recommend they click on? Where, how do they engage with you? Um, if they want to get in contact with me, then there's an about me section and you've got uh, the full team there. Uh, my uh, email address is Daniel ddinsights.io. Um, but all of our contact details are on the contact me page as well. Um, and you've got a lot of information on, on that site about how we can help you and the services we offer. And it, it, it's really wide ranging too. Yeah, it's fantastic. Awesome. All right, Daniel Cohen, Head of Business Development with Data Driven Insights, found on the web at ddinsights.io. Daniel, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare re you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.